Hey, welcome back to another episode of I Am Erica. This is an accountability follow-up from yesterday. I will be accountable for when I'm wrong. So I remember ending my um, my last episode about um, the keep it on the hush pastor. At the end, I spoke about how I knew that he had to be right there, that she may have been lying to me about um, her being by herself. So I felt as if he has to be there. Like there must be, like he must be sitting in that chair because she was looking in the direction and he would look on the Zooms usually where she would be sitting. And she called me today because I'm a... I'm going to get there. But anyway, she called me today and she let me know that he was not there. But she kept, like, you know, trying to get off of the conversation only because she knew it was more that she needed to hear. And he could hear us talking because he was in the other room, which you could still hear the Zoom conversation going. And he was being nosy. So the part where I started to tell her about the mistress she said he got up and tried to wave her to get off of the zoom and she knew right there like it was some mess like there must have been something that he was hiding so I want to apologize and say (coughs) excuse me y'all that I was most definitely wrong about that I I can't say I'm wrong about her well I am wrong about her I assume that she was lying to me, and I was most definitely wrong. But I always knew that it was something about her that was very good. She is a light. I like her. I like her a lot. She reminds me of myself, and I'm so thankful that she is a woman that stands her own. No one can control her but God. I love that because she is married to a very controlling man, a very lost man. So... You guys, about 10.58 last night, I'm talking to my husband, and I'm writing in my journal, and why my phone start ringing, and the ugliest face popped up, it was the keep it on the hush, Pastor. (laughs) It was him calling me at 10.58 p.m. after I didn't get off the Zoom with his wife. And obviously, she didn't know because we had a long hour conversation on the phone. And I'm not going to get into detail about any of that conversation, like maybe a little bit of pieces, possibly not sure. But I do want to keep it, you know, confidential between me and her because I'm building trust. So I want her to know that she could trust me and I feel as if I could trust her. So, um, yeah, he called me, and I looked at it, and I ignored it. And, of course, I have the trust issues, so I'm like, "Mm -mm, I'm going to take a picture of this. We about to get the time and everything because I'm not tripping. I videoed it and everything. I was like, he definitely called me. So then um, he didn't leave a message or anything like that. And I was telling my husband, like, he probably trying to attack me. 
He heard me talking about the mistress, and that's something he did not want out in the air. So I knew that he was calling because of that. That's just what I felt. Like, it's what I felt. I can't say I knew because I don't know anything. So then I get home this morning after dropping my husband off to work, and I go and I say to my husband before we get off the phone, when I had dropped him off, he likes to talk to me on the phone. I told him, well, I'm about to meditate. I'm about to sit here and listen to airplane cabin sounds. And I'm finna write in my journal and talk to God. So as I'm doing that, I'm telling God everything that's transpired. I'm writing in my journal about it. And I'm praying. And then, beep, I get a text message. My text messages don't even sound like that. But it's the closest sound I could make. Or ding or dong. I don't know. Anyways, I get a text, and long behold, it's the, can you all say it with me, the, keep it on the hush, pastor. <laughs> it's him. And I, I just, oh, my whole body just tensed up, and I felt scared, like, like uncomfortable. Y'all, he really make me feel like I'm a little girl, and the creepy man is saying, don't tell your mom, you know, like, he's giving me pedo vibes, you know, like, the disturbed individual vibes, like, he's just, it's just, it's creepy, I'm not saying he a pedo or anything like that, but I'm just saying he's just giving me the vibes of someone that wants to groom a, a child or a person, a woman, like, he, he giving me Jim Jones, okay, that's what he giving, he's giving Jim Jones, so the keep it on the hush pastor texted me and when my face hit, um, hit the phone, of course my message opened up on the um, lock screen, but I just quickly took a screenshot. I didn't read it. I just looked the other way and I just sent it to my husband and he was able to see the whole message. And uh, I texted him, I was like, oh my God, like he made me so uncomfortable. What does it say? Is it something mean? <laughs> And uh, he was like, no, he's just saying, uh, I'm going to read what it said because I finally did look at it. So, you know, I'm going to change his name on my phone to uh, the keep it on the hush, Pastor. That's what I'm going to do. Anyways, it was at 6.13 a.m. He said, good morning. I tried to call you last night to set up a Zoom meeting with you along with my wife. She was telling me that y'all talked about a meeting with us three. I would like to do that this evening about 5 p.m. if possible. Anyway, so when he messaged me, I said I ain't responding. Or I'm probably not going to respond now or at all. I don't know. So I, um, I texted my husband and I said what I say oh y'all I'm old I said um so yeah I told him I haven't read I'm uncomfortable he said I get it and he didn't have to call you late for that either too <laughs> oh either though I'm sorry and that's true if it was about that if that's why he was calling me that's creepy you could have left me a voicemail but more more so you should have called me at a more respectful time 
It should have been, y'all, I heard a loud noise, but I think it's the trash people for some other houses, and it was loud. I'm like, is the world getting bombed? But anyways, so um, he could have called me today at a respectable time. Like, that's weird. For a Zoom, bro, you got all the time in the world to do that. Why are you calling me late like a creeper? So anyways, fast forward, I told my husband, like, um, after my husband said, yeah, I just read what I could see from the screenshot. You want me to tell you? Uh, I said, plus I told his wife, he makes me uncomfortable. Why is he texting me? Is he being mean? I wish I felt safe. I hate feeling alone and attacked. And then um, that's when my husband said uh, that he's saying he wants to set up a Zoom or whatever. And then um, I said, why is he texting me, though? That's disrespectful if I said I don't feel safe. Why is she not texting me? And my husband said, it is. He needs to understand boundaries. I said, I can no longer continue my husband said, yeah, if he won't respect your personal feelings, then ain't no point in going back. I said, yeah, I'm going to text his wife and tell her. I'm going to respond to him and tell him I need him to respect my boundaries and not call me late or text me because he makes me uncomfortable and not feel safe. So my husband's saying, like, yeah, you got to say how you feel. And if he is changed, and he quoted the word changed, um, he said, if he is changed in this new marriage, then hopefully he'll get it and be okay with his wife react, uh, reaching out to you on her own. So my husband said he had to clock in. I said, okay. So anyways, I, obviously you can see I'm very uncomfortable. So instead of me texting him, I decided not to do that. I decided to just cut all ties 100%, just leave Shorty Doo-Wop alone, y'all. I just said, mm, we got to let that go. So I text his wife, and I said, good morning and honor and glory to God. This is Erica. Thanks again for speaking with me and being a light. I want to say I truly appreciate you and what I have seen from you since I met you. I am not sure if you spoke to the keep it on the hush pastor I'm not gonna say his name about our full conversation especially the part where I don't feel safe with him and if you attend um the zoom I will be ugh, I can't read my own self if you if you attend, <laughs> attend the zoom I will be willing to talk to him I know the only way to attend his Zoom meetings is to have a talk with the two of you. And I was okay with that until he called me at 10.58 p.m. last night. I ignored the call. That was inappropriate. To call me after I explained I didn't feel safe with him alone. And it caused me some discomfort. And then he texted me and I haven't responded yet. I'm not sure if I will, honestly. I didn't think you told him to text me this morning or call me last night based off of me telling you how I felt. But if you did, I'm not upset, just disappointed. As I was writing in my journal, God brought something that the keep it on the hush pastor did and said to me that was very disrespectful. 
and reminded me as to why I stopped talking to him last time. That's when I realized I have given him plenty of chances to apologize and to respect my boundaries. It seems that he can't because he called me late uh, late at night and still texted me after I told you I don't feel safe. With saying all of that, I'm no longer interested in having the Zoom meeting or attending any more of his Zooms. There are no hard feelings at all. No one's perfect, but I do believe boundaries should be respected. I really enjoyed meeting you, and if we are meant to keep in touch or cross paths again, that would be pleasant, but it's all according to God's will. I apologize for the early text message, and I appreciate your time and patience. It was nice meeting you, sister. So, um, then she texted me a few hours, like an hour and a half later and asked if she could call me. And I said, yes, ma'am. So that's when we talked. So she basically let me know that she didn't have no knowledge of him him calling or texting me. And uh, she basically told me also that he's never talked anything bad about me, just good stuff, right, until last night. No, I don't want to give you her number. Don't call her. She, like, she messed up. Like, nah, she ain't good. She's no good. And he's saying all these bad things about me. Really? (laughs) I ain't no good. Nah, what it is, Slim. What it is, Mr. Keep it on the hush. You don't don't like that I got so many bullets and weapons in my arsenal. That's what it is. You know I got all that ammo on you. That's what it is. He know. He know that I know a lot so he don't like anybody he keeps me most definitely separated from everybody else like shorty really don't like me (laughs) to expose who he is so he was trying to talk bad about me or whatever and she was like that pushed her even more to want to know what is going on and she knew um when I started to talk about the mistress um she started to get, uh, you know, she was very into it. But then she said that's when he got up and was, like, waving his hand at her to get off of the Zoom. So I'm like, that is crazy. Like, I'm like, you see? Like, I felt good because I'm like, I'm not nuts. Uh, I'm not crazy. <laughs> but, like, it felt good to have somebody see what I know and what I see. I said he's a controlling person, and we got deeper into our conversation, and I definitely can trust her. She reassured my safety, and she definitely apologized for his, on his behalf. She's such a sweet woman. God has blessed her. I'm telling you, me and her very similar. I really appreciate her, and I'm so thankful that she is not the type of woman to let anyone run over her. She's not to be controlled at all, and... I love that. And I love how she told me to continue to speak my truth. It's all feeling good. And I did ask her, you know, I told her, if you was ever to have a a Bible study on your own on a Zoom or something like that, I'll be willing to join. And, you know, I got a group of girlfriends. They want to do Bible studies, too, you know. So that would be exciting. You never know what God going to put us in our, you know, all together for. We, We don't know. But, um... It's sad and unfortunate that she had to find out about her husband that way. And um, she 
she didn't see that coming, but she definitely took it all in truth. And I really appreciate her patience and her even taking the time to hear what I had to say. Like she really wanted to know what the big deal was between me and him. Why are we always clashing? And we only clash because he tries to hush me and he can't hush me. I'm sorry, mister. I'm sorry, mister. Keep it on the hush, pastor. I can't be hushed. I cannot be silenced. That's the problem. Stop keeping secrets, pastors. You wouldn't have any issues. Now, let me tell you about the thing that the Lord reminded me of when I was writing because I almost forgot. A year ago, about a year ago or so. The keep it on the hush pastor, I had a Zoom with him um, and another guy. I'm going to call him special because, y'all, he's special. I'm going to just tell y'all he's special. So the keep it on the hush pastor and the special one was on the Zoom, and I got on there. And usually we start out with giving God thanks. We talk about what we're thankful for as far as the Lord, you know. And I had just, before I got on there, had a conversation with one of my girls. Oh, I love her. She's so sweet. And um, I just got off the phone with her. And even though she lives a, a unholy lifestyle in a sense, but you know, you could tell that the Lord is de- he's delivering her for sure. And she feels it and she sees it. He gave her some words of wisdom. And... I'm sorry, I'm over here sick. Anyways, he gave her some words of wisdom, and I felt it, and it encouraged me, and it made me feel great because I was feeling down, and I needed that. So then I get on the Zoom, and I'm so excited. Every time I'm ready to talk about what I'm thankful for and just even anything about God, I'm excited. So I get on there super excited, and I start giving my testimony, and... I say, yeah, my friend, she had this to say. I just thank God for delivering it through her. And, you know, it was just so wonderful, blah, 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 right? I'm just saying all this stuff. Can't give you verbatim because it was a long time ago. And I got, like, I ain't pregnant, but I definitely got that I'm old brain. So he interrupts me. And you know what he said when he interrupted me? Y'all, this was, (laughs) it's still funny. Y'all going to look, most of my listeners are ladies, okay? But y'all gonna laugh. This fool said, well, God don't speak to women. Did you know that? I said, what? (laughs) What? What he talking about? What he talking about, y'all? What he talking about? Like, something wrong with this dude. Like, something's really wrong with the keep it on the hush pass to end the special one. Because the special one, I mean, you can see he was shocked too. Like, huh? But, you know, he a follower. He ain't got no backbone. So, he just special and he just accepted what he said and I was like you don't make no sense how is it that he don't that God don't speak to women clearly I have the Holy Spirit come on now clearly there's women in the Bible that the Lord has spoken to he even walked up to a woman when he was alive you know when Yeshua was alive look I ain't gonna say Yeshua when Yeshua was alive and they was by the well he was talking to the Samaritan woman so don't play with me he talked to women what are you talking about he talked to his mother he put the spirit on his disciples 
And that didn't just mean the 12. That mean everyone that he gave the Holy Spirit to. So you're telling me these women don't have the Holy Spirit? <sighs> it was just dumb. And he said, well, I could, I could prove it. I could show you scripture. I said, show me. Well, I'm busy right now because I'm trying to lead this service. I can Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I'm just. I ain't gonna say nothing. I said it's fine. I'm not gonna say nothing else. So my dumb self sitting there just taking the, and he he not even moving forward. He's still trying to focus on what his dumb comment because he knew it was dumb. It was very stupid. So he just kept basically bullying me, and I just eventually was like, "Ooh, I gotta go," because y'all, I was about to unleash the kraken. Like, I was about to go in. But I didn't. Y'all, my asthma acting up. That's why I sound weird. <coughs> like, when I breathe in. Ooh, I gotta get my allergy shots for sure today. Because everything's acting crazy. But anyways. So, I got off of there. And then I was done. I wasn't coming back. But see, my husband was still attending whenever he felt like it. But he really didn't want to. And I had to have a conversation with my husband. I said, I don't want to hinder you. And I feel stupid now for even allowing my husband or not even oh I feel that's dumb to even say I for allowing myself to convince my husband to stay uh in a ministry or in just talking to do like that was crazy of me anyways I encouraged my husband I said look don't let what me and the keep it on the hush pastor got going on do, um you know push you away from God or even just getting some type of godly advice or whatever and that's the problem and that's what i'm seeing nowadays with a lot of these mothers and these women with sons and these wives or husbands i'm seeing them push their spouses and their children their sons on on men these pastors that they think that they could trust but these are just humans these are some very disturbed humans believe it or not a lot of pastors have a lot going on especially in the black community like there's a lot of secrets out there and when you have a secret and you hiding it and you trying to hide it that deep and well it's gonna come out it's gonna come out and you're gonna look even more stupid so why not expose your own self before somebody else does it dummies anyway so I didn't want to push him away from you know talking to the keep it on the hush pastor and the following Sunday my husband got on the Zoom. He didn't want to, but he did. And I'm in my room, so my husband, he wanted to be in there. You know, it's my room. He wanted to be in here or whatever. And um, I said, okay. So he was on my laptop doing the Zoom. And the whole, let me tell you, the Zoom, the, the Bible study went nowhere, y'all. He kept asking my husband where I was. Ain't that weird? Uh, creepy. Kept asking my husband where I'm at. Why am I? Uh, am I upset? Stuff like that. And my husband, and my husband is my dog. Look, he gonna have my back in certain situations for sure. He said, "I would really appreciate it if you don't bring my wife up. She has nothing to do with this Zoom, this meeting, no nothing. She's not here. I don't want to talk about my wife when she's not here." You know, on this Zoom. He knew I was in the room, but he's saying, like, if I ain't a part of the conversation, don't talk about me. So I really appreciate him saying that. And then, you know, the keep it on the hush pastor had something to say about that. He started to disrespect my husband and try to talk to him like he was stupid. So that's when I intervened. And I said, don't let him talk to you like that. Don't let him disrespect you. 
I said, nah, I was tripping to even tell you to get on here. I'm going to need you to get off, sir. Don't be letting nobody run over you. And then he over there on the computer, the, the keep it on the hush pastor, talking smack. My husband was like, respectfully, uh, how you say it? Respect, respectfully. <laughs> I can't talk y'all well. I'm going to get off here. So my husband got off the zone. And that was it. So, y'all, my husband calling me right now. So I'm going to put this on a pause. Uh, this is a brief intermission, but I'm going to pause it so it'll continue. And I'm back. <laughs> so I spoke to my husband. I just fill him in on a little bit of whatever to let him know the update of what was happening and what was going on. But to basically get all this keep it on the hush pastor thing, um... And I can't say it's going to be ending because there's just so much, you know, there there's so much to that. And I did get um, the information I said I was going to look up as far as, um, you know, like I looked up about the name Jesus, the name Yeshua. And I will continue to call him Yeshua. You may it may have some times where I'm saying Jesus, y'all, is habit. We're all creatures of habit. And. I looked up, um, I found out that in the, y'all, I had recorded it too. I had to record it because I didn't want to forget, but I realized in the King James Version, when it came to the name Yeshua, which is in Greek, I believe it is, um, uh, Lesus, that's how you say it in Greek, which is Joshua. So Yeshua transforms into the, I believe it said, I have to look at, like I have the internet right here, okay? And I already had it in my book, in my reading list, not my bookmark, okay? Um, So I don't get anything. So look, back in the day, J's didn't exist, okay? There was no J's. In the, in the alphabet or whatever. So Yeshua is the Hebrew name. <clears throat> and it's English spelling is Joshua. It's not Jesus. Jesus. I said that funny. Um, well, it is. But it ain't. Anyway, so yes, I'm going to read it. Yeshua is the Hebrew name. And it's English spelling is Joshua. Which is Lesus in the Greek transliteration of the Hebrew name. And it's English spelling of Lesus from the Greek translation is uh, Jesus. So that's where they got Jesus from. It's from the Greek translation, which is Lesus. But Jesus' name was Yeshua, which is Joshua, if we were to say it in the English name, okay? So we should be calling him, oh, my ear. So we could should be calling him Joshua at the end of the day. But anyways, it says, thus the names Joshua and Jesus are essentially the same. Both are English pronunciations. I mean, pronunci- yeah, pronunciations of the Hebrew and Greek names of our Lord. For example, of how two names are interchangeable. See Acts chapter 7 verse 45 and Hebrews chapter 4 verse 8 in the King James Version. In both cases, the word Jesus refers to the Old Testament character, Joshua. So, in the in the King James Version, 
if you look at Acts chapter 7, the uh, verse 45 in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 8, you'll see that it does talk about the Old Testament. And it talks about Joshua, which is the one that after Moses, he followed Moses. Um, he was like Moses' helper. Once Joshua brought them over into the land of milk and honey, you know, I believe that these, well, not I believe, but these scriptures are referring to that, is referring to Joshua because Jesus was not born yet. So if you go to other Bibles, they actually clarify and put Joshua's name there. But for some reason, the King James Version uses Jesus. See, that's that's going to cause confusion and make everybody confused. <clears throat> it's best that you just stick with keeping his name how it is. I don't even know why they changed Yeshua. Just leave it in there as Yeshua. That's his name. Like I said in the other one, you should have just put Yeshua in there. It's just craziness. I don't know. It's all a hot mess. But um, it definitely made me want to not continue reading the King James Version. I mean, it's not a bad Bible at all. It's definitely a really good Bible, but I'm very more into the uh, N the NASB uh, 2020 version uh, Bible because it's the most up-to-date, most accurate translation straight from the Hebrew text. They're not going to play the games of going to the Greek uh, translations and stuff like that. It's just going straight from Hebrew and giving it to you straight English, which is how it should be. But the only thing that they did keep in there is the name Jesus. And that could be because they wanted to keep Joshua and Jesus separated and keep it different so no one could get confused. Because as you see with the Acts chapter 7 verse 45 and Hebrews chapter 4 verse 8, sounds very confusing. Sounds like a bunch of confusion. Anyways, <clears throat> I am pretty much done with this podcast episode today. I probably will be on here later to um do another one. It's just, I'm just super excited, y'all. Like, it feels good to not be the black sheep and people just making me feel like I'm nuts like I've been waiting for this moment to be free from <clears throat> from this man like the keep it on the hush pastor he's very toxic he's a very toxic individual and he's really giving Jim Jones he's giving groomer vibes so you know pray for the man he I prayed for him I'm here to expose truth that's all I'm here for no matter what truth it is it's truth and it's gonna always pertain to me because I don't know nobody else's life so but if you in my life and you a part of my life then you're gonna be on this podcast okay I'm not putting no names but you're gonna have a nickname <laughs> so that's gonna end this one of the keep it on the hush pastor um, I am still thinking of a series. I'm thinking about doing a series. That sounds fun, but I'm probably not, y'all. I'm really lazy. I'm beyond this. So this is a lot because I just literally had to pause, edit, 
because my goofy butt saw that I forgot to delete previous audio from another podcast and it was on here. So it may be a point where I kind of like pause and it just sounds silly. Yeah, that's me taking breaks and doing something because I don't want to keep it on here just going. And y'all hear all my background noise. It's so stupid. Anyways, I'm learning. I'm getting this. Uh, I'm growing in this as I as I go. So work with me and be understanding. May God continue to bless you all. Much love. Bye.